welcome back to a new episode of your favorite anime podcast, Anime Double Play. Mary Thomas are here to discuss your favorite anime things and maybe some of your not-so-favorite anime things. Welcome to episode 73 of Anime Double Play. Mary, what is, what is, uh, what is, uh, what is, uh, what is up? <laughs> hey, yo, yo, guys. Hope you had a good week. Um, I had a normal week, but I had a great day today, which was super awesome. Um, I had a good anime week, I had an okay regular week, and I had a really good day. So, I'm doing pretty darn good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing alright. I'm trying to think if I... I did, like, some cool anime stuff this week, I guess. And... mm, I'm trying to think. Everything's been good. It's been chill. I had class this week again. So... Yeah, so proud. That was kind of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. I'm, um, I start class next week. I'm taking a course. Oh, is that that online course? Yeah. What is it um, on? Digital marketing. A certificate in digital marketing, just to show I'm into, um, professional development, because my job hunt isn't going that well, so I'm hoping this, putting this accolade on my resume will help me get a job. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to say more. No, that's it. But we'll see. It's a um, 12-week class, so I start on the 26th, and I end on November 20th, so right before the holidays. Ah. Nice. But yeah, that should be good. And speaking of school stuff, I was at my college today, which is why I had a good day, because um, one of my professors asked me to come in and to speak to his um, advanced production class about um, life after graduation and my struggles and successes and what they should take advantage of while they're still in school in order to not run into the obstacles I did upon graduation. And I was like, this is kind of weird because these people are 22. No, they're like, yeah, they're between 20 and 22. And I'm 24. Like, I graduated two years ago. What the hell am I going to say to these people? I'm, I'm a poser. And then I went and I started talking and I actually said some really, I think, thoughtful and knowledgeable things. And I was just happy that no one was like texting or on their laptops while I was talking. But also the students afterwards, they asked me like really interesting and thoughtful questions, which means they were listening to me. And I was just like super pumped. I felt really good speaking. I was received really well. I think I said some really, I gave them really valuable information and then I left and went back to work, but I was like kind of pumped after, so it was a good day. Humble brag, Mary talked to people and told them to do was things. That, was that a humble clap, clap. brag? I mean, you aren't shitting on yourself. I, I mean, I thought I did a good job. What should I da- say? I did, I did bad. That would have been a lie. But then I'm just this kidding, is Mary. Of, I'm not being I serious. Know. This is a humble brag. Then I had an after school. Uh, after school at an after work event where I went I toured a building I had free food and drink and I got a $50 gift card for going hey that's my job you should have you should have started with that yeah right this is my I've made going to these events the really big early summer and early fall I think I've made like 300 bucks just going to these things and picking up the gift cards at the end. It's pretty awesome. That's the dream. Live off the gift cards. Actually, though. Right? But, um, right? 
Yeah. Definitely the dream. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm trying to think what anime stuff. I started, the, we started that one anime when I was over at your place this weekend. Yeah. That I liked. Uh, Planet With. Apparently airing this season. I'm like... Apparently? Did you not know about it? Almost halfway through? A little bit more than halfway through? What? Did you not know it was airing? No, I didn't. Oh. Okay. I hadn't heard of it before the Mother's Basement video. Oh. And I'm like seven episodes in, and it's pretty good. Because I watched the first two episodes with you, and you were like, wow, this is interesting. And I was like, eh. I don't know. I mean... I don't think it's the best anime I've ever seen, but it's interesting. Does it get better? I've, I've watched seven episodes of it. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Um, thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting enough that I'm still watching it, right? Like, most of this stuff I either don't watch at all or I drop. So, I that kind of speaks for itself. I'm I'm hesitant to say how good it is because... Right now, I'm not really sure where the story's going to go. And you're halfway and, through? I mean, it's kind of done like a Gurren Logan thing where it's like they beat the first guy and he's like, oh, but there's more to come. And now it's the uh, more to come phase, so I don't really know where we're at. So I'm just kind of, I'm literally like at, I'm basically like at like the first episode of like the Gurren Logan time skip if I was to compare it to something. Okay. Um, is there a time skip? No. Okay. There's not. Just, just being a jerk. There's not, but okay. th- like that um, proverbial time skip section. Right, right. So, we'll see. Yeah, I um, also did an anime thing. I, wa- I caught up in Review Starlight. Which oh. is a bigger... Is that also um, airing? Yes, it's also airing, and it's um, it's pretty big this season, actually. I've seen a lot of people talking about it, um, it's, which is weird because it's on High Dive, so I guess that means High Dive is, high dive is picking up a little, which is good because I do like that streaming service. They have a lot of like niche, cool stuff. But um, Review Starlight is okay. It's If I would say anything i mean this is a really easy comparison it's a mix between revolutionary girl utina and kaleidostar it's basically i don't know either of those i know but the audience might it's that's fair it's like battle kaleidostar and i didn't really like kaleidostar i did a review of kaleidostar on my blog saying how i hyped it up for like 12 years and then i actually watched it a couple months ago and was really disappointed um I'm liking this better than Kaleidostar, but I also didn't really... I mean, I liked Utena, but I wasn't like, this is better than sliced bread, this has changed my life. Like, our sister Sarah is in love with revolutionary girl Utena. And I thought it was pretty good. Like, I wasn't in love with it. So it's like a mix of two anime I thought were okay. So I think this is okay, too. The production value is good. It's definitely fun. I'm having more fun watching it than I did Utena. And Kaleidostar, so I guess it's, I would say, it's, I mean, I feel bad saying anything's better than Utena because it's such a classic and the, the hardcore fans are going to kill me. 
But um, I'm enjoying it more than I did Utena. We can say that. Whether or not Ooh. it's better is up to you. Um, Hardcore fans attack. Yeah, right? I just got up to a cliffhanger. But the good thing is, apparently the episodes air on Fridays. So I'm just going to watch it tomorrow when it comes out. So it's like a 12-hour cliffhanger. I can deal with that. But um, it's cute girls doing cute things. And the cute things they are doing is acting. They're in an acting school. So song, dance screenwriting, music, props, sets, whatever. But then there are these secret auditions in the bottom of the school where they sword fight each other while singing and dancing. Holy and shit, this called, sounds horrible. That's called the review. So what basically fuck? what happens in Utena <laughs> is Utena goes to high school, she's super cool, whatever, and then people challenge her to duels. And then they go to the top of the school. There's a big transformation sequence, and they duel. So in Review Starlight, they're in school. It's great. Everyone gets called to the review. So they go to the bottom of the school with a huge transformation sequence and fight each other in duels. So it's the same thing, except one is not a, one's in a normal high school and one's in a Kaleido Star Gymnastics acting high school. So that's the plot, and only one person can become the top star, but I, Joe, Karen, and Kagura Hikari are best friends and promise they'll be stars together, and um, they're going to fight next episode. Well, no spo- that's me saying it without spoilers. Whoever watched the episode knows what happens, but they're going to fight next episode, and they both want to be the top star, and they said they'd do it together, so what are they going to do now that they have to fight each other? It's dramatic. It's overly dramatic, but it's fun. Like, I'm not in love with it, but I am enjoying it enough to watch the whole thing. Wow. That was a long ex- explanation. That was a lot more detailed than mine about Planet With. I'll give you that. It doesn't sound very good, though. Well, we both, I mean, know, what, we both know what Planet With is, so you didn't have to explain it to me because I watched it with you. But I was just explaining to you what it was. Uh, do you like it? Or is it okay? Or... It's definitely okay. It's it's definitely worth watching. It's definitely better than the Holmes of Kyoto, and I've been watching that all season. But that's, that's not, not hard. Much. That's not hard at all. Why are you still but watching yeah, that? Because I like it. Because it's the shoujo trash I need in my life. This episode, by the way, was crazy. Someone pulled out a gun and almost shot someone in the head. It was insane. But for another day. Um, so that was my anime week. I need to schedule, well, next month, no, next month's October. The month after that, November, um, Mirai is coming out, the new Hosoda film. And I'm rewatching oh, yes. all the, I'm rewatching all the Hosoda films with my friend. So we just have, um, The Boy and the Beast left. And then we can watch Mirai. So I need to watch that with him within the next six weeks, six, eight weeks. And also, um... This is just a cool news fact that I read today. Um, in the beginning of September, Perfect Blue was shown in theaters. I don't know if you've seen that. It's a Satoshi Kon film. I, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know Satoshi Kon. Oh, man. You need to watch that movie. It's freaking I crazy. I, it's I a psychological I very much thriller. want to see it. Yeah. yeah I, I know all about it. Good. I just haven't seen it. Um, and when... This is just a cool fun fact. When the film originally aired in America in 1999... Um, in select theaters, it raised, it earned uh, $121,000-ish. 
approximates. I don't have the article in front of me. I'm doing my best. And then earlier in September, almost 10 years late, 20 years later when it aired, it gained like $569,000. So that's cool. It did a lot better. Yeah. I mean, there's also like inflation and things like that, but it did do better. Yeah. So that's really cool though. Yeah, I thought that was just a cool fact. I've seen almost all of Satoshi Kon's films. Um, I know I need to watch... I can't think of it right now. But I've watched almost all of his films. I've definitely watched four of them. Have you seen any? Satoshi Kon films? Mm Mm-hmm. He also made Paprika, right? He did. That That is like cited as the um, inspiration for Inception. I have not, uh, like, not off the top of my head. Like, I haven't seen um, Perfect Blue or Paprika, so I'm not really sure if there are any other movies. I doubt I've seen them. Here, I'll read them off to you really quick. He didn't make many because, unfortunately, he died young. He died at 46 of some sort of, um, like, colon, liver, kidney cancer. Probably stomach cancer. Um, the ones I've seen... Oh, he did more. Oh, he um directed an OVA for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, God. Um, I did not see that. He did Perfect Blue. He did Millennium Actress, which is, like, one of my favorite movies. I watched that alone, and I, like, almost cried, and I don't really cry during movies, Watch that movie. That movie's great. Um, Tokyo Godfathers is, like, such a fun movie. Oh, it's about yeah. These... I haven't seen Tokyo Godfathers. Uh, Don't tell me anything about it, because I'm going to watch no, it eventually. it's for The Office. It's for The Office. I for The to... Office. I need to quit my job. It's New for meme. The... <laughs> New podcast <laughs> meme. Do it for The Office. It's for the audience. It's about these um, homeless people that find an, a, a, um, like an abandoned infant on Christmas Eve. Oh my god. And it's an awesome movie. I watched it with Mike for like the holidays and he was like, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, this is a great movie. I've seen it twice since there and I love that movie. Paranoia Agent is the season that the series that he directed. I watched half of it and then I stopped. I don't know why I stopped. It's really good and renowned. And then Paprika. He's done more than that, but those are the ones that I've seen. Okay, I'll so have to you, watch some Satoshi Kon then. Yeah, to- totally. We should do a Satoshi Kon episode after you watch some. That'd be fun. He's such an interesting dude. I'd be game. Cool. I'd be game. Gotta watch more anime. Always trying to watch more anime. But we did that this week. We watched two new series. I feel like we start the season... Being either like, this is amazing, or we're like, ah, there's only a couple that we're watching. And then by the end, like the middle and the end of the season, we're watching like more than we thought in the beginning. This is not the first time where we haven't watched certain episodes at the start and then have caught up by the time the season's over that they're airing in. That makes sense, though, because I mean, there's like 30 anime that air every season, right? And we're never going to have like the perfect judgment on what's going to be good. Like, we do pretty well, but. There's always, like, every season, we're always going to, like, miss one that's really popular. And then we're going to be like, oh, everyone's talking about this. We should watch it. That's just, like, kind of natural. We're not perfect with it. Yeah, now part of the anime community, which I think 
I mean, it could be a positive or a negative if you're thinking about it whichever way, is that you want to watch an anime while it's airing to be a part of that conversation. Yeah, and absolutely. That's that's super fun. Like, it, it's super fun. Like, when you buy a new video game, but you work a job now, so you can't binge it right away, and everyone online is talking about it, and you're like, I do not have time to play this game, which is why I wish, if I had the luxury, I would take, like, four days off and just play all of Kingdom Hearts 3 in one go and then replay it later, but just to be able to be a part of that conversation. Because I know I won't be able to play it fast enough. When does it come out? January what? 29th? Question mark? 19th? Ah, shit. The students are already back by then. Kingdom Hearts 3. I have to say, waking up Tuesday morning to see my Twitter feed filled with Kingdom Hearts stuff because the trailer came out was such an amazing feeling. I just laid in bed for like a half hour and I looked at the box art. I watched the trailer like eight times. I read some fan theories. I was like, what a time to be alive. January 25th. 25th. Sweet. I'm very excited for that day. Yeah, I pre-ordered it the day the date came out. It's unbelievable. I have not yet, but I will. They will have my money, and I will have all the Kingdom Hearts. Mwahahaha. I will. I have the key to Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, the box art's beautiful. I would get that blown up and like hung somewhere really nice. Like I wouldn't get that poster for my apartment because it is too nice for my apartment. <laughs> I probably should put posters up. I should bring my posters from home. I just have purple walls and my room's lame. <laughs> I don't know if I can put stuff up on the wall, so I never did. But I have, like, a really nice poster of the Great Wave. Um, and I have, like, I have my Miku wall scroll up because Miku is God. But I didn't have to put a hole in the wall or anything, and I don't want to rip any paint off. So I have all these posters, and they're not hanging up. This is my first prolonged period of time without my Rurouni Kenshin poster in my room. I'm getting antsy, man. I slept with that thing over my bed even throughout college for like 15 years. And I haven't had it. <laughs> what? No. I know. But Coolio, but, sh mm -hmm. should we jump in to the three shows we're actually watching? Uh, uh, sure. Let's do it. All right, you pick then. Because I talked oh, we gotta about talk, already. We gotta talk about my hero. My favorite part of the whole franchise. This fight was awesome. Bakugo is best character. All, confirmed once again. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I was so right from the get-go. Like, can you believe that? That well, I've been right this whole about, time? You were wrong about some things about Bakugo. You were right that he's the best character in the series. Muscle Man <laughs> is also his dad. I've also confirmed yeah, that. right. And, he um, looked exactly like you. you come on, that was said, like the ultimate tease. You even have to admit that's the ultimate tease. You also said Bakugo wants to be a hero because he wants to save people, which was the biggest wrong ever. No, he wants to be like All Might, who because saves people. He wants people. to beat the shit out of people. He, he also he just hero. likes that more. He failed the hero test because he saved no one. He just yelled at the bleeding civilians. He's just kind of angsty. Give him a little bit. Oh, my God. All right, please continue. But, yeah, I don't know. This fight was really cool. The fact that Deku lost is cool. 
That was I did not expect that. It it puts Bakugo at this level like it makes the character like not OP. So to go away from Bakugo for a second to think about like Shonen like it's almost like when Naruto loses to Sasuke except it doesn't matter as much. Like it showed that like main character does not have plot armor and is not that OP because he lost. And we see this happen in shonens a lot. Like Luffy loses at the archipelago. Ichigo is not really a person. Naruto Ichigo loses a lot. <laughs> Ichigo I was kidding. Does, Ichigo well, really quick. Ichigo does not lose in Soul Society. He loses every battle after that for ten years. It's rough. Okay. Like Naruto loses to Sasuke. And so we, we see this kind of thing happen. And Shonen, so it's not, like, crazy. But I don't see Deku, like, getting, like, a huge power-up to, like, speed past Bakugo anytime soon. I feel like everyone is very much, like, on pace with Deku, which is really cool. Like, we'll see if Deku becomes the number one hero. Like, he probably will in the end. But seeing Bakugo and Todoroki beat him it still shows that like he's improving but so is everyone else and i think that's just good for the show in general especially in a show where you have like really strong uh co-cast of characters like everyone really likes bakugo and todoroki so it's good that they like make them really strong put them at the forefront rather than like just have them support deku right and i think it's good that they're really strong but uh on the topic of Bakugo. I mean, ba- Bakugo's deep. That was deep. He feels guilt, Mary. He feels Bakugo real guilt. Bakugo is such a well-rounded character. Like, he's smart. He's not empathetic, but he understands other people, and he, like, cares deeply about things. He kind of reminds me, in a way, of if you squint, of Noctis, who is supposed to be this, like, aloof aloof super cool character in final fantasy 15 but when you actually get to know him in the game you're like this guy like is a nerd and cares about shit and just like discovering that part of bakugo like he cares about what's happening he's not a selfish asshole he's just an asshole um he feels responsible for things he like looks out for people in a way he takes kirishima's hand because he trusts him like he has all these sides to him that are kind of blacked out by his crazy, aggressive, like, aggro Gina. self. So the fact that, like, when that is dies down a little, though, he is just, like, such a multidimensional person. And, God, this episode is just so great. And they did it really well, and the fight was super cool, and I loved what All Might said about how um, Bakugo's pissed because Izuku's catching up to him so fast, and he's like, how can you be catching up to me? And All Might's like, dude, level one is going to, is going to level up way faster than level 50 does. And just because um, Izuku's getting stronger, it does not mean that he's at level 50. And we saw that when he lost. So I just thought that was a great, like, sort of comparison. Like, um, for me, this fight is... The fight on top of the hospital in Naruto, except Naruto loses and Sasuke doesn't join Orochimaru. 
It's like the opposite. But the emotions between the two rivals are the same. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I, I've talked about this, like, a few times. How, like, I hope Bakugo just doesn't, like, turn evil because then it would... Um, it would ruin him. It would ultimately just, like, make the show... It's a plot point that's way too predictable and wouldn't be interesting. Right. So I think it's, like, very smart of them to, like, not take the easy road. I agree, yeah. I think that's one of the things where everyone's like, my hero is such a stereotypical shonen, but also not at the same time. Um, These are the sort of aspects that make it not, that make it stand out, that escalates it above something we see every day, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we always come back to, like, how my hero is so good. And, like, these are the reasons why. Because it's just, like, it just does things, like, slightly different to make the shonen genre still seem really compelling. And it's, like, I don't know, the story's really fun to watch. Even though we always, like, harp on it. But if you're not watching it, I don't even know why you're listening to this podcast, to be honest. Don't, hey, (laughs) I know people... Who listen to this podcast that don't watch it. Don't be mean. Don't be... Really? No hate. I'm only saying... No, no. I'm only saying that because we talk, like, so highly of this show for a reason. Because we think it is really good. Yeah. It's just hard to get through the first season. For me, personally. Yeah, I didn't think the first season was that good. But it gets better. It gets mucho better. I talk to, like, my friends and they're like, Oh, I got hooked on the first season. It was so good. And I feel like, Thomas, we have such weird standards for things. Like, we watch things that people, like, we hated Skigaki Ray, and everyone loved it, and we loved Golden Kamui, and no one liked it, and I just feel like we're on this, it's a different level than other people, and it's not necessarily a higher or lower level, it's just a different one, and we just like things differently than other people. Um... I will never understand why people like Ski Gakure. <laughs> I will just never. Sorry. I, I, I just don't see why people up like a that show. Sore subject. It's just ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I just well, don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, everyone was like raving about Hanabato at the beginning of the season. No one's talking about it now. And we kind of I mean, didn't like it from the get go. Yeah, it's. Girls playing badminton, and it's not interesting. The characters aren't compelling. The sport isn't really that compelling. Sorry. Hey, I like badminton a lot. One of my regrets from high school is not joining the badminton team. I love badminton. But in, like, an anime form, like, it's just not intense. And that's the sports anime problem, is that, like, Bowling isn't that exciting. <laughs> like, uh, but honestly, like some like example. sports, like sports just isn't as exciting as a battle to the death, right? Like, I think that there's an anime next season that is about relay racing, not like I mean like cross country racing, like running miles to get to the next person who has to run miles. I think that's like a series that's coming out. That's 
I'm not going to watch that. I cannot I watch I shows watch about running. I the first couple. Oh, yeah, I guess you can't. I can't watch shows about running. They just don't capture running. Like, any movie. It's... They, you just can't capture, like, a race in acting. Well, I think. Especially now you, know, now you know why I can't watch Free. I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons why people shouldn't <laughs> watch Free. Me too. I don't think it's the swimming. <laughs> well, that's why, because there's no freaking swimming in the show. Anyway. But it's hot dudes doing hot things. It's Yuri on ice, but frozen, wa- but not frozen water. It's Yuri on ice, but with no depth. Yuri on ice has depth. Yuri on ice has substance. Free is just nothing. Free is whatever you make of it. Because that's such a metaphor for the show, because the main character, he only swims free because he wants to be free. So free is what you make of it because you're free. Holy like, shit. Wait, that's actually his reason? He only swims freestyle because he wants yeah, to do what he wants? He only swims free. I only swim free. That is like the oh my only God. line the guy says. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Quality show. Millions That's like saying I only run forwards because I don't look at the past. <laughs> like, what? Like, literally run forwards? Yes. Thomas, like, I that's love so that. stupid. I love that so much. I love that so much. That's so dumb. I wasn't going to watch that show, but now I'm definitely not going to watch that show. I'm tweeting that right now. Okay. Oh, I'm yawning shit. What did you say? I only walk forward because I don't I only, look at the past. I only I don't I only, I only run, run. F- forward because I don't look at the past. Thomas 2018. I mean, uh, what that's like kind of out of context because that was yeah, a joke. Yeah, they'll have to listen to the podcast to find out what that means. <laughs> there we go. That's I fair. Sent it. Okay. Let's move on to um, Banana Fishes. So I watched the new episode today. You didn't. So you start, so I make sure I'm talking about the right thing. So um, Asian dude that looks like a girl um, rescues uh, Chinese Ash. guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yes. Chinese guy. They get no, out. They- no, there's a different. You're wrong. Um, the episode that you're talking about should be when Ash gets the apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So I'm two back. So they already escaped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they escaped. Sorry. I'm going to... Yeah, you're right. So what happened in this episode? So Ash buys an apartment, somehow breaks into... Dino Goldstein's bank account steals all his money. Steals all his money from every bank across the globe. Literally impossible, what? first off. I Literally love him. and it's all untraceable. It all goes offshore. Then he within days uses it to buy an eight million dollar condo in New York City in cash. Not possible. I love you cannot this show. do that. It's an you anime, cannot do man. That. It's an anime. You yeah. can do anything. I understand this, but not even remotely possible to do that. Anyway, um, what else? Oh, AG and um, Ash have, like, total bromance for, like, seven minutes. 
Did, um, is this the episode that, uh, what's his face? Um, Ash talks about his fear of pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. That was during the bromance. I love that. I think that's good. That that is high quality content. Yeah, I don't remember what happened in the end. I don't think anything super crazy happened. I think it's probably like, I mean, I wish I could help you, but I just watched the new episode, so I'm all sorts of not on the same page as you. Um, I think they're just gearing up to fight Dino. I think that's just kind of where they're at, because... Um, yeah, they're all hanging out in, like, that apartment now because, uh, I can't remember the guy, the people's names. The guy who was in jail, who's the news reporter. Yeah, I don't know his name either. Yeah, he's just kind of chilling. I think there's just a setup to the big fight. They're in hiding. Yeah, they're in hiding. Yes. So, they're just chilling. It was a pretty funny episode, actually. It was, like, some serious stuff, but it was mostly pretty funny. Yeah, um, I think it's a good break from the heavy shit that was happening. Um, it was definitely needed. Because Ripperino Shorter, like, that was really traumatic and sad. So it's nice that that's not happening. That we don't have to worry about that right now. It's definitely, it's the time to decompress and it's a very good time to do so. Um, yes. May I say that the episode that came out today is also set up for the big fight, but then after this episode, which I thoroughly enjoyed, the big fight's going to happen next week. Hey. So, and I'm very nervous about it, because the one thing I love about this show, there are many things. The one thing is, I cannot predict it. I have no idea what is going to happen every single time. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I don't watch a lot of, like, mobster movies or whatever, but I just have, like, I have not predicted. The only plot point we predicted was the misunderstanding between the Chinese guy that Ash killed Shorter because blah, because it's an anime that had to happen. But, um... Yep. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But I'm, I have no idea how this fight... I mean, we're probably going to win, but no one's safe. I mean, Ash is safe for now. It's too early in the series to kill him. I think he might die in the end, though. And um, Edgy's definitely safe. I, I think Edgy's going to live. I think Ash is going to die. He's going to get his revenge and then die. Um, and then he's going to be really sad for the rest of his life. He, his boyfriend's dead. But who knows? We'll see. My favorite character usually dies, so that means Edgy's gonna die, so let's hope I, like, break my streak. <laughs> Surprisingly, mm-hmm. your favorite character dies, and that usually doesn't happen. Yeah, Shorter Wong, what the shit? That wasn't supposed <laughs> to happen. <laughs> what a jackass. You know what's kind of funny? His name is Shorter Wong. Wow. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Wow, Mary. Maturity at its <laughs> finest here on Anime Double Play. That Mary joke, making the you, small penis jokes. You know that joke is double play approved. You know it. Definitely single play approved. No. Definitely single play approved. Okay. Alright. Um, let's roll into our final anime Holmes that we're watching. Holmes of Kyoto. No, not that. 
Okay. Definitely not that. <laughs> we gotta talk about Attack on Titan. Because this was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was very good. I thought it was a little too convenient. What? Our first plan worked. It was what? The Everyone dies all the time. It was the w- easiest thing we've done all season. Let's just throw some gunpowder in his mouth. Boom, dead. Hey. It was executed great. It looked great. Freaking Historia slicing her father's vertebrae and then killing him and her getting that shock of realization that she just quit, killed her father and then standing up like, I'm the queen, bitch. That was like, that got me hyped. Um, Aaron beating the shit out of himself got me hyped because every viewer wants to beat the shit out of Aaron. And then he just starts punching himself in the face and it was amazing (laughs) but um i thought it was really good it looked really good um that scene of historia cutting that vertebrae in the air is just like still in my mind it was super good i'm really liking armin this season he's saying really thoughtful impactful things he's such a stronger character that's transformed so much throughout the first two seasons and i'm so proud of him mikasa's never going to go through any character development because she's always going to be the freaking same edin edin but But she's um, badass as fuck she's bad yeah don't get me wrong but um they just need to give her other lines to say and other motivations. She needs a le- she needs a hobby. Let's just put it that way. Mikasa needs a hobby. But um, it was a really good episode. Everything kind of worked out. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. And then you can go. Um, we didn't have to evacuate the town. Oh, but the town got to see a titan save them. I think that's pretty substantial. Which is good. Yeah, that whole thing with Eren being like... These kids are going to see the same sight we did, but instead of being terrorized, they're going to see someone save them. And then they do that. Yeah, I guess you're right. A lot of things don't work out in Attack on Titan. It was nice to see this work out. Um, It was a little corny that they pressed that point with the kids so hard, but who gives a shit? Um, I thought thought it was was well done. Yeah, I thought it was well done. All right, well, first off, we have to take a moment of silence for Aaron punching himself in the face. Why? Because that was the cringiest shit. He's the worst character. <laughs> he is the worst character I've I, ever seen in a show that I actually like. I watched this episode alone in my apartment, and I started cheering. Alone, when he punched was, himself in the oh face. Oh, my God. I'm watching, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, why is he doing this? Like, He's like... I'm killing a little bitch. I was like, then seriously, stab yourself. Please just jump off the roof. Give the powers to the queen girl who decided to become badass overnight. Just give her the powers because you're a whiny little bitch. And he knows it too. Oh my god, he's the worst. But, but outside of that... He's changed from today. He's reborn. He killed him pa- his past self. It is his time to shine. Hopefully. Uh, whatever. Like, he's a poopy character and will forever be a poopy character. But the rest of the episode I like. Erwin's badass. Armin's really cool now. Oh! Uh, I like them... What? Kenny! Oh, yeah. Kenny just randomly dies. 
Levi, like, shoots him in the head. Wait, does he shoot him, or were they talking? I don't they remember. They were talking, and it was right at the end, but I don't... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That kind of just hit me for a second. Kenny. I feel I bad kinda for wanted Kenny. Kenny. I kind of yeah. wanted Kenny to escape and, like, come back, because he was a really cool character. They made a really big deal about him in, like, episode one, and then he died. I mean, it was really fucking cool, episode one, where Kenny explodes out of nowhere. That was really awesome. And the, the animation was the, sick. I was going to say, the animation was sick. But maybe Kenny's not dead. Well, I think this is next episode is going to be the Levi past episode. Which I, I already care. know because I read a... I read, like, a, a side story spinoff thing about Levi being in the Capitol. Oh. So I already know a little bit about it. I like Levi... I, I, I was indifferent to Levi until this season, and now I can say I like him, but I don't care. Not everyone needs a backstory. Like. That's true. Ugh, well, in anime, everyone needs a backstory, but I just, like, don't care that much about Levi. There are people who would, like, they're in love with Levi, and I'm like, he's, like, an aggressive, short meat freak. Like, what else is there to Levi? He's kind of cool. nice, too, now. Yeah, now I think he's cool, but I don't get the obsession with him. That's fair. I like Levi, but... Um, I just think he's really badass, and he's strong, and he's very straightforward, which I very much like to see, especially in today's society. Some character that's just like, stop being a whiny bitch, and let's just do this shit. Even if it's, like, shitty. We just have to push through. I can respect someone who does that. Yeah. Sometimes in life, you can't sit and complain. You just gotta deal with it and go. Mm-hmm. And he's awesome, so... I really like his character for that. And because he's fucking cool as shit. Flying around, killing titans and stuff. He is cool as shit. I like him. Yeah. Hmm. So that's all three episodes. Yeah. I would have um, you tell us about... We're missing one. What? The Homes of Kyoto. I was... Okay, if you didn't interrupt me, I was going to say, I guess we can listen to Mary talk about Homes of Kyoto now. Yay! Okay, actually listen to me, though, because this was a crazy episode. So... All right, I'll give you 30 seconds. No! And go, quickly. Okay, this, um, it's Valentine's Day. The two of them are not on a date. They get invited to a party. The party ends up being a gathering of all the suspects in an attempted murder of this girl's sister. So the guy interviews all the people. He finds out that they're all in on the murder that didn't work. And then out of nowhere, the person who almost got murdered comes in. She's videotaped the whole thing. She watched the whole thing. It's Valentine's Day. She pulls out a pistol. She's like, I'm going to fucking kill everyone in this room and then kill myself. And the, the two main characters who are from a shoujo romance are like, what the fuck is going on? And then she shoots this one guy in the head and it's a BB gun and they all leave. Holy shit, that sounds horrible. <laughs> it was like incredible i had no idea what was going on the entire time it was freaking insane and then they exchange chocolates at the end and say happy valentine's day and the episode ends what the shit that doesn't even make sense i did good that was less than 30 seconds mary that was like a minute and a half no no uh, mm, 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 that was 
Definitely not. I was. I had the timer on it. You. No, that was not a minute and a half. The BB gun thing was at like forty-five seconds. Bummer. That felt. It was. Fast. You still did a good job. Okay, thank you. That could have, from the description, you understand that that could have been much longer. I understand that episode. I know why this anime sucks. From that episode that you just explained, because nothing makes sense. It's it's just. It's just okay, but um, I like it. All right. Well, we would usually have a special discussion for everyone now, but I didn't finish reading the manga we were going to review because I didn't realize how long it was. Boo! So, it's only two volumes. It's not even long. I know. I thought I could read it in like a half hour, and I realized I read slow as shit, and I can't do that. So... We will discuss that probably next week. Should we tell them what manga it is in case they want to read it too? Sure. What's the name of it? Um, this was recommended by one of our listeners, John Smith. Sup, man. Um, the manga is called Solony by Inio Asano. I know it's Asano. I don't know the first name. By Asano, Solonine. It's a very good um, sort of like coming-of-age drama that um, I originally, back in 2012, I was in high school, I watched the live-action movie with my sister, and I loved it. And then um, afterwards, we both read the manga together, and we kind of have a connection through this um, story. I got the manga for my sister for Christmas one year, and she reads it, like, once a year or something. She really likes the story. It's a really cool coming-of-age story because it is... A coming-of-age story about somebody who's 23. It's not about the typical, like, 14-year-old. So if you're in that age group, it's a really, like, emotional, interesting, relatable thing. Um, It's a really good manga to read or movie to watch. I kind of like the movie better than the manga, to be honest. The movie's incredible. Um... It's a really good story to experience when you're at a turning point in your life. It gives you a lot of perspective. Like, I watched it before I graduated high school and before I graduated college, and now I'm at, like, this weird early 20s, what the hell's going on period in my life, and I read it again, and it said something different to me. Um, I think it's very good. I kind of want I, I want to recommend the movie more than the manga. Sorry, John Smith. I don't know if you've seen the movie, John Smith, but it's really good. Um, I feel like it's more emotionally compact than the manga, but the manga is also amazing. So we're going to read the manga as in I reread it this week. Thomas is five chapters in. So hopefully he finishes next week. And if you guys read it and want to like submit talking points or questions to us, that would be super awesome. This kind of, could kind of be like our watch along that never really happened with Wolf's Rain. We can all read a manga together and then talk about it. So if you guys read it and have anything you want to let us know or like some of your thoughts or any questions you want us to hit on it, please do. Because that would be awesome. Right, Thomas? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I kind of just made that up, but I think we should totally do that. Yeah, absolutely. Please let us know. So, yeah. Um, Who's who do I know that's listening? Murph, you should read it and then give me questions later. Um, Gannon. I'm not going to say your name because I don't have permission. You know who you are. If you even listened this far into the um, podcast, you should read it. Troy Eason calling you out. You should read it. And then, is this bad of me? And then, like, 
I don't know if Flammy listens anymore, but sup, man, you should read it. And I think that's all our listeners. Hey, that's our listeners. So send us questions. It's only two, it's 28 chapters long. It's not long, but it's good. Or just watch the movie because the movie's better, question mark. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'll read the manga and let you guys know. It's kind of interesting so far. So It has a slow start. Um, but when you get to the end of volume one, you're like, oh, I know where this is going. Oh, God. It's going to be sad as shit. I can't wait. Oh, man. But, yeah. Sweet. Cool. That's oh. also kind of why we, like, went off on tangents in the beginning, because we knew we didn't have a topic, so we wanted to fill some stuff. But I think it all went swimmingly. Yeah, this was fun. And it's fun to, like, tangent just talk about random crap every now and then. I know when I was listening to, um, like, not even anime podcasts, but other podcasts, I always loved when... Like, my favorite part of, like, when... I guess when I was listening to a lot of Hearthstone podcasts, I like when the guys just, like, didn't talk about the script and just talked about, like, fun, cool stuff they were playing and, like, things they did. I always found that really interesting. So that's something we always wanted to incorporate into our podcast was just, like, some small talk to, like, A, learn about us, but B, to just, like, hear fun, random shit that, like, we do that may not just be, like, super anime, in-depth talk, which is, like, why people come, but it's also fun to hear those other things. So that's why we include it in there, and we don't try to be, like, super streamlined and uh, specific with everything. Yes. And now we're going to play Shinobi Striker. So if anybody wants to play Shinobi Striker, send us your PSN, and we can play together. That's true. You can do that. But, yeah, so um, thank you, guys. This was fun. Now, like, I just, I'm super excited for next week because we're going to talk to y'all about this manga I've loved for a really long time. Um, totally. Uh, I have something I want to recommend, but you guys should do it after you read it, so I'll wait till next week. I'll just write it down. But be pumped. I hope you guys enjoy it and come back with us, and we kind of just have a little circle of Thomas and I talking about your questions without you interacting with us, but (laughs) we'll make it work. We will make it work. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you so much for once again tuning in to Anime Double Play, and we will see you later. Yep, John. Yeah.